Now, if we begin to acquire knowledge and use wisdom, you can turn that around and it becomes a positive thing. So getting deals and moving is a great thing. But how is all of us having all these deals and we making all this six figure, seven figure, da, 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 but we still don't own nothing after all this time? We have to look. What is what does that mean? Well, you know, it, it, it goes back to the mindset because oh, mm-hmm. in the process of acquiring is not necessarily sometimes people just want to be a part of the game. They just want to be in. They just want to flex. So they want to show that I can do something. Oh, I got a job so I can look like this. So a lot of people play the part. Mm-hmm. They're actors on a stage. Somebody be home, behind the scenes is controlling how you maneuver. And mm-hmm. on top of that, you, you mentioned blessing, right? So the definition that I pulled up here says um, blessing. It says God's favor and protection. But you notice when mm-hmm. you, 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 you correlated it to uh, you, you mentioned feeling. Usually when bad things happen, no one ever refers to that as a blessing. Right. Even if that could have been protecting you from something, but we don't call it a blessing because blessing Mm -hmm. that we, when people utilize that term is always in this jovial feeling state of, uh, uh, of happiness. Everything that's happening. They're getting something. They're Mm -hmm. getting something out of it. God bless Mm -hmm. me. So when you got fired from your job, that wasn't a blessing. Mm. When you got pulled over for speeding, that wasn't a blessing because were you going to get into an accident and kill somebody? Like, we don't look at bad things in life as blessings. What you get, you see, but we only, we, because we're, we've been programmed to believe that blessings, one plus one, it always has to look this way. But sometimes you can run into tough times. You can be Joseph and go into the pit of the jail. That's the blessing <laughs> because it, that was the that blessing. was a, that was the blessing because that's that where he became fortified. And then that's where the real Joseph came to fruition before he was taken out. Mm-hmm. So so we got to We got to look at these things because, like you, as you mentioned, because if you're always going by feeling feelings are fleeting today, you're mm-hmm. happy tomorrow. You're not. Everybody wants to be in tip top shape. You want to you if you could dunk, you wish you could dunk. But guess what? You have to do something in order to get to that point. You have to be disciplined. You have to go to the gym. You have to diet. You have to eat well. You have to do a lot of things in order to get to your most optimal self. But everybody just wants the result. But we don't want to go through the process to get the result. So we never mm-hmm. say that the day-to-day grind, the discipline is a blessing. No, it's not until we get to our apex of like, oh, this is a blessing. I dropped 50 pounds. But the day-to-day, every day you you had a chance to breathe was a blessing. Every day. So, but we have to look at it like that to understand because this goes back to our men. Fathers, keep a sense of stability and sanity, not to go too far off left or right, but to keep the course, keep that mm-hmm. structure because we are ba- we have to be structured. And another mm-hmm. thing is, you know, talking to these young guys, they're so fixated a lot of times on what's going on around them that they, they lose track or lose sight of what they need to be doing. And, mm-hmm. it, and I get it. It's very difficult because there are a lot of things going on at one time. As you mentioned, when just using the example of, you know, social media. Now, you don't have to be somewhere in order to be somewhere. You can experience things just at the click of a button, just from, from your computer, right? So because of this, people are always distracted. So something that you mm-hmm. need to be focusing on is very is, 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 is a lot because it almost feels restrictive, like you're not in the know, you're not relevant and that's a big thing in today's society. So when you talk about rappers, entertainers, anyone in the limelight, you, you mentioned Taraji. It's all about relevance. Because why mm-hmm. do you work? Because in my mind, if you're that level, mm-hmm. this is a question I always had when I was a kid. When is enough enough? 
Is it $10 million? If you have $10 million, you should be fine. But if you want to go buy a house for $10 million, now you got to struggle because you're, once again, you're living according to your capacity or your income level. So now, because you've you've grown up, so now you're not looking at the $300,000 house because no, you can afford 5 million. But if all you're making is 5 million a year, you can't complain that you're spending all your money. You should have, once again, the wisdom, (laughs) the understanding or the overstanding to say, you know what? I don't need to bite off too much than I can chew. Maybe let me stay humble. Let me stay in my lane where then I have the, as you mentioned, the freedom. Because we see a lot of these so-called celebrities, they don't, they're not free. Because if they stop working, if they stop acting, if they stop singing, if they stop playing their sport, they immediately go into distress. You're like, how is that possible? But it's the same mentality the average person has. We operate from a position of lack. I remember, do, do, do you remember that, um, Football player Carson Palmer, he paid for the he paid for the Bengals. The yeah, white quarterback. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Carson Palmer, because you remember the Bengals were perpetual losers. So as he got uh later in his career, he held out. He was like, I'm not I'm not coming to training camp. Trade me. And they were like, they and he just wouldn't he wouldn't come. The season was about to start. And they were like, Well, if you don't come, we're not gonna pay you. He said, I got I got plenty of money. I don't need the money. I'll just I'll just sit at home. They traded him because they knew he was impressed with money because he's a lot of these athletes, they save their resources. Like Gronkowski. Mm-hmm. They said uh, Robert Gronkowski never spent one cent of his check. And, mm-hmm. and he made over $50, $60 million. He only spent his endorsements. So once again, mm-hmm. he's not walking out with Flash or doing anything crazy. You see him in a basic t-shirt. So they're willing, some people are willing to, uh, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say they've been suffering. In their world, they're not, they don't wear their their success or shoulder their looks is not what their identity is tied into. So because that's of that, yeah, that, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Their identity is not tied into the clothes that they wear. So to them, mm-hmm. it's it's easy. They may have a different vice or something else that they fall victim to. But a lot of our people, because we've been we've been oppressed and we've been restricted. Now that when we're we're given or we see some semblance of success, we go all the way deep. We we wear Louis Vuitton from head to toe. We, we spend more. Some, a brother was telling me. All the materialism, whether it's Cadillacs, Bitleys, we're going to go all the way with it. <laughs> we're not going to drive Toyotas no more. No more Fords. Nah, I need G-Wagon now. Dude, you just got out of college. Well, that's my dream car. I should have it. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, once again, it's the lack of wisdom. When you don't have knowledge and wisdom, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And Ronkowski or uh, Palmer... I'm sure had some knowledge base coming from a father or an elder in some way, a, a mother, somebody who was able to say, look, it's better for you to do A, B, C, and D. And they saw the, the, the knowledge, they got the knowledge and they used wisdom and now they're going to be happy. How do we learn this wisdom? You got to get back to the ancestral documentation. What is the ancestral documentation? The book they call the Bible. Remember yeah, what we said earlier, Genesis Genesis chapter 2 tells you where these things started. So those prophets are all seeds of Adam. They come from your culture. It's a cultural book that has been colonized to become religion. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're so attracted to the book. You go to church, you go to the pastor, you go to... That was the bedrock of our community because it is our community. And that's the beautiful thing about these years of the return. This is coming out of these dark ages in the mind, the mindset is to look at these principles again from that lens and let it reactivate in the DNA and in the ancestral 
connection because your ancestors are always talking to you. Joseph, like you said earlier, was teaching us a valuable lesson. He realized it after the fact because he stood by principle even when it was difficult. You don't think he wanted to possibly put down Potiphar's uh, wife when she kept throwing herself at him? And you know, you know that wasn't the first on? time either. That was just the first time they accounted for. That was not the first time she tried. He tried. The book of Jasher, <laughs> and that's why I love those books. They call it the Apocrypha. We can leave that where that is. But the book of Jasher gives you a lot more detail, and it makes sense. Like, yeah, that's definitely what happened because we see that happening in real time. Yeah, definitely like, she had to keep nothing going at him. And he had to be strong. Imagine you can get on. She want to give you some. And da, 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 da. you look at King David when he when he realized, hold on, kill a Philistine. I get to get Saul's wife. What? I mean, daughter. Ding, 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 ding. That was the ice on the cake. Her? Oh, man, bet. I got that. Go. We got that. That's it's easy work. Man, it's worth it. It's worth Pound it. Pound town. He said that's easy work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Joseph went through that. Then he got lied on. He could have tried to defend himself. He couldn't defend himself. How many people of our brothers right now are locked up? Many. On a, like, I think Biden just let 11 people go for weed charges. 11. It's a tip iceberg. So you look at what Joseph went through, him being in the jail and people coming in, the butler, the baker, he helping them out. How many times you felt like you was in jail and you helping everyone else out and they not it's looking out for you? Yeah. I just helped you get out. You ain't going to put, put me, me on, on too? You ain't going to put me on? You ain't going to help then what does that be? That brings a bitterness, that brings resentment, that brings deflation, that brings anxiety, all those different things. But the Most High was teaching them that he is his source. That's the knowledge. The fear of the Most High is the beginning of wisdom. Oh. Fear just meaning the acknowledgement that the creator who created everything, who's making everyone's heart beat, the fact that you could even hear me right now, the fact that I could speak to you and you can hear my voice, that's all the power of the creator. That's beyond human wisdom. The, the sun that's up there, the air that we're breathing, that's the one who's ruling the earth, not this construct. So if you think the construct is the ruler, you're going to be in the dark ages forever until you figure it out. All your generations, but you still here. They can't wipe you out. We can't be wiped out. Trying, but it ain't going to happen. Why? Because the most high is the one who said, I have formed you and I made you. So your identity is based in what you actually see, which is yourself. Made in the image of the father. Let's go from a creative standpoint. Let's forget about what the construct is telling us that Afro peoples or black people or African, African-Americans, people from wherever who are Afros are less than and are nothing and are animals and are this and are all these negative things. If you're the creator, think logically now, if you're the creator of something and you put a lot of certain things in one area, i.e. Africa, the garden, you put all the resources, all the minerals, all the people, and these people influence culture everywhere. What do you think those people were made for? This country was built off of those people. A major part of the country. Regardless of what the society has told you, what does logic say or what does wisdom say? That's what the scriptures bring to you. That's why I still hear. Oh, but it's white man book, da 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 da. Genesis chapter two says it's not a white man book. Has the white man put something on it? Yeah. But can you can you dig back in and find your space? And for all nations too. But I'm speaking specifically to the lost children, the lost firstborns, the ones who lost themselves, who are in this dark age, this dark time. 
scripture said when you go outside, just imagine if you're the firstborn and you go outside, what is that going to bring? Ramification. I and mean, if we keep you outside of covenant, keep you outside of wisdom, keep you outside of logic, outside of nature. You saw when we were at the farm, when those babies came to the farm, how they were connecting with the animals and connecting with the earth, changing them, automatically kicking back in. It's like your DNA is like fish out of water. As soon as the fish, you see that fish be flapping. Right Doing back into the shake. You're going to get gills kick right back in. Yeah. Oh, that's where we at. Reconnect. That's it. That's it. So, so I mean, that's a good point you bring up because when you're outside in your environment, you should expect chaos. So you're going to so, be, you, you're in trouble all day. You are in trouble. So, so when you talk about the dark ages is because it, it goes back to when you're in the perpetual state of confusion, like there's nothing good that can come. You're surviving. You're trying to maintain order. But until, like you said, you get back into realignment, because the scriptures say God is love. Right. If you love me, keep mm-hmm. my commandments. It's real simple. What are those commandments? So when we talk about um, the Bible and we talk about the family. There, there's a structure in place. But the structure that society always misses is God. They remove God from the element, even mm-hmm. in schools. No prayer in schools. Mm-hmm. They remove God from everything. And mm-hmm. our households, we remove God and you put it there because we put that under religion as if that's something totally separate. You're a spiritual being. How can you remove, like, if you're created an image, if you believe you're created an image of God, because that's the other part of it. People don't believe. Why don't they believe? Because we have a lot of mundane, we call them zombies or or dead people walking who don't believe mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. real form of life. Because the mm-hmm. real fulfillment of life of who you are in totality as a person, you're very complex. You're very you're multi-dimensional as an average human being. But we don't we don't mm-hmm. understand that because so this is why we lean towards what people say. We lean towards what things are thrown or hurtled our way. And we give power to it and then we become slave to it. Now you become slave to something, what is that? That's idolatry. Now you're worshiping something other than what you're supposed to be worshiping. So when you go back to the farm and stuff, this is why nature corrects everything. Because if you just sit quietly and just look at nature, nature does what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. The birds of the air, the fish of the sea, just the trees, everything works in unison. But we have mind, intellect, brains, and we bring all this confusion because we refuse to operate in the simplicity of life. So when, mm-hmm. we, when we go back to what are our ambitions? What are our goals? What, your goal should be to what? Focus and serve God. When you have a family, serving and building the household is serving God. Everything you do should be working towards the outbuilding or the growth of the next generation. It's not about you. That's one thing we got to realize. It's not about you. So that's why in today's world, the way I see it, especially when you start to talk about the roles and responsibilities of a man, this is why people flee because it seems like, man, that's a lot. Why got to do all that? It is. <laughs> it's, it's a lot. But if you're a and CEO up, of a company. You're up against so much too. That's true. If you're a CEO of a company, it's your responsibility to cover everybody below you. Everybody wants to be a CEO, had that name and you want the money, but you don't want the responsibility. So mm-hmm. if you don't have the responsibility, then take your name off the plat. You can't, you, you're not worthy for that position. So you got to understand, if you look at it through the lens of the world, nothing is going to be pleasing. In your eyes, it won't be a blessing to be the true blessing you're supposed to be because you're looking at it out through the wrong lens. This is not the way and it's you, supposed to be. And you made a great point about getting back to nature. Getting That's why we say back to Eden. Genesis chapter one talks about all of creation. 
chapter two, where the garden and where the most high formed and created us, created humanity in the garden, East Ethiopia, Genesis chapter two, verse 13. As he formed man, he put him to what? Take care of the earth. Earth, What is the most powerful thing, resource for humanity is the earth. The earth is alive. We're supposed to be taking care of the earth, right? And once you lose sight of that and you're taking care of variations of the earth, i.e. a car or you want to get a computer, all these things, that's all that stuff you want is still coming from the earth. So you want to deal with middlemen, you want to deal with the the process, but not the source, then you're always going to be secondary. You're not operating in wisdom. Most times, like, I gave you dominion over the whole earth, but you want to be uh, like everyone else. You want to fight for things that are the product of the source that I'm giving you. You have the source. You have the source of the material. This is what I'm saying is the dark ages. It's a mental stronghold. You have the source of everything, but you want to focus your attention on outsources. Focus on life. As a business, can a business like that run? Can anything run if you're concerned about your third parties and not taking care of the source of where you're getting everything from? And nature, all of it has value. The flies, the nets, the mosquitoes, the rats, the every single thing you see does what it's supposed to do. The cows, what do they do? They sit there, they eat, they chew, they release, fertilize. and the earth fertilizes. They give you food, clothing, all through that animal. That's why having stock was the most important thing. And at the end of the day, when these systems, these constructs that man has made and conformed from their imagination, that's the power of human beings, that we can conform these high rises, these buildings, these da 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 all these different things. But once you go outside of nature, do you think that that high rise in New York is going to last longer than the pyramid that's been up for 10,000 years? It won't. So what is that science? What is that quote unquote education? What, what is that? That's that comes that's within you. How do we get back to that? We have to first get back in the right alignment, which is wisdom. Genesis chapter three. What does Satan try to do or the negative energies try to do what, or negative people or enemies or haters? What did they try to do? They try to get you off your source. Because if I can get you off your source, I got then you. I got you vulnerable. Yeah, I just starve you out like they doing in these wars. What do they do? Take the food supply. I'm going to starve you out. I don't even got to throw a bomb. If I take out your food supply, you're done. Done. And that's what, and it it can be just that simple. Food and water, got him. Once I get you, because I know you need that to survive. So why aren't we focused on things that are for survival? First, securing that. Secure that first. Then you get all the cars, money, all that stuff you have. Because if you don't secure that, you're already behind the eight ball. It's just a matter of time. Oh, we're going to starve them out. We give them all this money. We give them all this stuff. And then once you get into your 80s, <laughs> once you get toward a certain level, cut them. Put an allegation on them. Sexual assault. Whatever you, whatever anything, you want to do. Anything. Over, anything. Done. Anything. Finish done. Them. All that. One wise man, I heard a brother say, it takes 20 years to build trust and five minutes to destroy it. Mm, that's so true. And once you once the trust is destroyed, once they tarnish your name, now those demonic powers or those people or those haters are now they've been in power, but now they they come in to crucify you. Now you can understand Christianity and the way it's been presented, all the symbols, how things have been put together to constantly put you at the bottom to be the undersource 
to keep things running. So we source from you because we know you're the source, but we're not going to let you know your value. But, so what's, what's again, so the, the point you just made, we're not going to let you know your value. The problem is how don't you know your value? And, and the reason why I bring that question up is if, let's say, um, what's a, um, a, a mineral right now that everyone is going after? Um, n- name one. Coltang. You said Coltang? Mm-hmm. Let's say that. If China, that was plentiful in China and the world needed it, you think China would be very quick to uh, release it without cost, without gaining something out of that equation? I very mm-hmm. sincerely doubt that. And mm-hmm. if they're like, well, we're going to play by our own rules. But it goes mm-hmm. back to once again, when we were kids, people pleaser, we'll do whatever it takes mm. to get the affirmation, to get the um, the endorsements of this country, of that country, to, to just to, y'all gonna pick us? It's like, like the person who never gets picked in basketball. He just wants to get in the game. They would mm-hmm. sell their souls like Esau to get in the game. Mm-hmm. And you can see what happens generations down the road. Bad contracts. <laughs> <laughs> bad deals and then now mm-hmm. 40 years later you're like how did we get to this point oh well 40 years ago such and such thought it was a great idea to look short term and now this is a situation where we fall under they have legal jurisdiction and litigation and contracts that we're obligated mm-hmm. to now it has crippled us where we can't even expand anymore but we're not thinking the long term game because we're worried about a, a, a short term short term gratification so we can feel great. We can build. We can develop. We can do all this. But long term, what is that? Is it really going to do anything? Is that benefiting society? Which is latched to identity because you want to feel like you're somebody. You want to be like what? God. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know you already made in the image of God, if you didn't have a father or a mother figure or an elder who could tell you you already made in the image. You don't need to get you don't need no approval. Now, when you go to them schools, don't be trying to follow everybody. Well, come on, mom. Come on, dad. I know. But. Train up a child in the way they should go. And when they grow, because you put it in their hard drive, they won't depart. It. It'll, it'll, it's, it's, their, it's in their fabric construct, into their DNA, into their cell memory. And though they may wear, uh, wander off and such, they at some point, back. they're going to come to themselves like the prodigal son said, I'm going back to who? My father. father. That's it. You got to come back to the fathers. So that's why it's even so important. And because of where our people are, that there's such a mandate on men to become fathers for many. Didn't the, the the seed of Abram now is a part of the blessing? You will be a blessing to many, and you be a father of nations. Mm-hmm. So you young, you you older men, men in their thirties, forties, who have younger people underneath them, or you're impacting younger people, whether it be how we're doing it or how you may be doing it. You are important. Because you may be the only male figure in someone's life that can save them from generations to come. Because every decision we are making, whether they tell you this or not, whether you believe it or not, whether you feel it or not, it is infecting or affecting or going to propel into your future, into the future generation. It's going to go past you anyway. So as you said earlier, Co, everything you're doing is not just about you. You are just a conduit in a life stream that is going to end at some point. And then it goes on just like before you, your ancestors continue to do all the way from the beginning of time. You are still here. That's your value. Those are the principles that we need to start living by and beginning to teach and beginning to share so that it begins to reconstruct. And what did the scripture say? Once again, what did the ancestral documentation say? He said, 
I will restore the years mm -hmm. that the canker worm, the palmer worm, the caterpillar, the locust. So if you go into each of those insects, they have their job and they yeah. do certain things in certain ways, nuances, right? You talked about the lion versus the tiger versus the puma versus the cheetah, all in the same families, but they have their own nuances and ways of being. And if America, as it claims to be, a united free for all, but what is the uniting factor? Everyone wants to be God. Everyone wants to be on top. That's the narrative. Now, if you take that, which there is truth to it, because remember, everything deception has to have truth to it. So I'm talking about focusing on the truth and knowing how to prune all the other pieces. Now you begin to flow in your divine nature. And then the money, the prosperity, the cars, all those things can be done with true understanding, true wisdom, and true longevity, so you can enjoy the things. We're not saying I'd enjoy those things. Most I wouldn't have gave it to us if we could if we weren't supposed to enjoy them. So I'm not of a of that persuasion, but I am because of where we are in our state. We need to recalibrate, <laughs> refocus, reassess, and move forward in wisdom. What are the principles that are laid down? What can we not only see in the scriptures that we can also see in history, that we can also bear witness to our own personal experience and the experience of those around us and see does those align? Does the metrics hit on each of those? That's what we need to be focusing in on as being a part of wisdom or being a part of principle. You know, I, I, what I think of, like when you just said that, you know, God created, I think man creates just as when Mo Moses went up to the mountain, they thought he was dead. So what did they do? They got antsy. They were impatient. Mm. And they built a golden calf. Mm. Why? They built their own God. A lot of the stuff that we do, we're involved with, they're all idols. That's true. We, they put it That's in true. a nutshell. That's true. The Bentley, whatever these Lamborghinis, these are all excessive toys that people have created. And they become idols. This is why when people or not wise decide I want that because they know that thing signifies something it makes mm. them feel it puts them in a different stratosphere people will see them as something even though nothing about them has changed but their mere association association with that object is mm. what they hunger after which goes back to the internal workings of the dysfunction of what's going on this is why these things get are, are really really tricky and dicey in our society because as you mentioned it distracts us it causes us to now, instead of focusing on building resources that are of importance, we're looking to build to consume for our fleshly desires. That's it. Mm -hmm. We're building to acquire something that we can just replenish. And like, I did it. Yes. Oh, I got this. What? What? What did it mean? Why did you do it? Because there's something missing on the inside that we're trying to um, subconsciously uh, compensate for. So this is why oftentimes with almost like an addiction because mm -hmm. of some type of trauma that it goes un, uh, goes unfulfilled or unchecked, you begin to turn to other things and you really turn it up and ratchet it up. And now you you think it's just you. No, it's not you. It's something mm -hmm. that was going on when you pull back the layers that ah, there's a reason why this triggers me or there's a reason why I'm so ambitious. There's a reason why I'm operating in this perpetual state of fear because I don't want this to ever happen to me again. So because mm -hmm. of that, I have to disconnect myself from humanity, from people, from my people, 
from pressing things that I really need to be focused on. So we know how we use that term, oh, such and such as a sellout. This is why people <laughs> label people with those because there's something that's missing there that this seems very odd because you seem to be successful and you're flourishing, but it looks like you, we call them empty souls. Something is missing somewhere. What is it? Mm. What What is it that mm. you're running away from? Or what happened way back yonder that was never dealt with? Or what happened in your childhood? Or, or who didn't give you the attention? Or who didn't give you the validation that now you need validation from everybody in your 50s? Mm-hmm. Like that, so a lot of this is going on and these are people that we look up to in the television, in society in social media as if this is the epsilon of the epitome of success and mm. this is what the kids even grown ups are aspiring to be the same dysfunction that you don't know where this seed of dysfunction where this came from but we're, we're now opening ourselves up to then acquire some of the harvests that came from those negative seeds, those bad seeds <laughs> that would then now affect us and deal in our own spirits and be like hold up where did this come from why am i doing this well you picked that up from there you opened Mm. yourself to that so this is why the scriptures are very clear that we should be anxious for nothing i know i do with my life whenever i i I sense that i'm pressed for something i always pull back and just question myself i have a conversation myself why you so pressed about it why you want that for and because people (laughs) i want you to get it i would talk myself out of it because i shouldn't Mm. be pressed because that's why why am i going to stop heaven and earth to get that thing. So that means that thing mm. means something. I need to get to the source of what the, is driving me to do that. And then you mm. can have like, I'm like, you know what? I got I figured it out. Not going to touch that thing. Don't need it. I'm good. But everything has its source and we got to understand what that source is. Because brother, I'm telling you, in my life, I know your life and the people around us, there are certain blind spots and things that have gone unfeathered for years. And Man. as we're getting, we're getting older in age, but that problem was something that is still childlike that needs to be dealt with in a childlike manner. It's, it's serious. So with that being said, whether you're from a broken society, a broken home, or well, we're in a broken society, so all of us are impacted. So let me rephrase that. Whether you're in a broken, came from a broken home, so to speak, or a dysfunctional space, or you're poor, or poor meaning materialistically, don't have resources, access to resources, or you're rich and have access to resources, but are poor in spirit or poor in real, uh, true identity and relationship or the slave to the system. How do we get back? Co? How does, how does people, what is the solution? How do they begin to see change in their life? What are some practical steps they can do to begin to move forward in their lives? I think the biggest thing you have to operate in love because the scriptures say God is love. But I think when you really pull back the layers to understand, this is why having an affinity or care for other people oftentimes is a, a reflection of the inner, the inner workings or the, the, um, the character of an individual. So mm. one thing I would say is for me, I can always look to get answers from the scriptures. I believe that book was written, whether you want to call it autobiography or historical reference point, but real life people who had real life issues, real life situations, you can see every aspect of your life in those scriptures. You can see how they overcame, how they messed up, what the lessons were in it, that you can live a more formidable life in this current world. 
but you you I, you have to look at it as a an application. I look at it as a resource that I can find answers in. When I need questions answered, I know those answers in the scriptures. As I, I can read the scriptures, I can read the stories, I can see the beginnings, the ends, the in the, the ebb and flow of how this happened, the conversations. Like when you were talking, for example, and you were mentioning how when Joseph was in jail, um, the different emotions that probably overcame him. So when you were talking about that, the first thing that came to my mind was if Joseph was a musician, he'll probably be one of the most hardest musicians out there because you know who did do the same thing and put it into Psalm was David. David, when you read the Psalms, that's all his emotions that he was writing down there. Because you remember, he was the 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 the, the, the psalmstress or um, let's call him the, the the musical conductor for King Saul at the time. But he, he everything he said, it was in a song. That's how he was able to decompress. So when we look at some of the best musicians and artists on the planet, you look listen to their words, it's heartbreak, it's struggle, it's things that people can relate to. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it so gratifying or so so impactful. And it's the same thing in the scriptures. Mm-hmm. There are people in the Bible who have walked the face of this earth, who have gone through the same things you've gone through. Mm-hmm. You're not on an island all by yourself. And then you can see how you want to talk about broken households. Samuel. We don't know who Sam's father was. We know his mom. We see David. We see so many different people in the scriptures who mm-hmm. came from various backgrounds. You look at Moses. Moses with his sisters sent off um, into Egypt in a totally different environment. So mm. we can't use our upbringing as an excuse. I look at it as a blessing because that's your your unique experience. When we went to the garden for the various times we went to, I saw the joy and I saw kids having fun. But in my mind from the West, I was like, but we call them poor. We call them poor. Mm-hmm. They don't see themselves as poor. We put that on them based on our privileged position of where we think we are and what we can do in comparison to who they are. Mm-hmm. But they're walking around joyous, fresh foods everywhere. They don't have the diseases that we have to embattle. They're, they're mm-hmm. not deficient in vitamin D. They are plentiful. They're living a mm-hmm. full life where we're living here trying to figure out how we can be as free as them. So you see the trade-off mm-hmm. because everybody mm-hmm. wants to be everybody else. So the key is to understand is you are who you are. I try as best as my as I possibly can to be me. I don't, if my brother is is thriving, good for you. My job is not to be, yeah, I'm trying to be like him. Nah, that's not me. I, just, I Like you said, you stay in your lane, you do what works for you and what makes you unique because you got to be the best you as possible. So mm-hmm. understanding, reflecting, and this is why your spiritual alignment is so important. Because if you're made, you're made in the image of God. And he has something called the Bible, which is the blueprint, which is the reference guide. Why are we, are we not using the reference guide? Or And so as we can, the cheat code to life is right there, right in the scriptures. All we have to do is open it and read. Yeah. Bit by bit. And he, and just read. And, he, and, he'll, and it's in your DNA. It's connected to a group of people and the Most High will meet you there. And some of the things that we're doing is providing um, practical, spiritual guidance through the scriptures as we're walking through the book of Genesis. We're going to walk all the way through the whole, as they call it, Torah or the first five books, which is Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Because once you understand those concepts from a practical standpoint, then you can navigate in life. And for the people who feel um, displaced and feel like uh, we can't make it, a lot of that is coming from 
ancestral spaces as well. What did your great grandfather, grandmother, people before you, how the decisions they made is where you find yourself today or where your parents are. Yeah. So once you begin to understand that everything is a continuum and live from a holistic standpoint, as opposed to an individualistic, that's going to realign your concepts and your ways of, of being that will help you get out of those ruts. And if you need those help, you can always reach out to us, www.outofashan.com to be able to dig into it more deeply. But no matter where you are, the most high can reach you where you are. Even if you don't have access to the scriptures per se, it's in the DNA. So if you're moving, like Co said, towards love, moving towards trying to be just, everyone in them have that mechanism. Some of us have been clouded has been skewed have been mixed up but if you call out to the father you call out to the creator the one who created all things and say i want to come back to you i want to understand who i am i want to know my value soon as you start saying that that is beginning to move in the in the in the spaces as they call it of attraction what is that laws of attraction the laws of attraction is going to begin to maneuver the environment to you're going to hear the most high because the most high talks in many different ways and forms. Mm-hmm. And you'll begin to pick up like, oh, that's that's the father talking to me right there. That that situation was good because when I missed that meeting. So we don't want to always go by what we see or what we feel, but go by everything has a purpose and that everything I'm doing, if I'm walking in love, if I'm trying to do what's right, are we going to miss it? A hundred percent. All the time we're going to miss it because we're human. And because we don't have all the details, we have blind spots, we have proclivities. Like you said, every part of us has, every person has emotional parts of their being that is childlike or that has been wounded, that has been traumatized. And it's up to us through the power of the word, through love, through community, community that's it. through elders, you begin to find yourself. So these are the elements, getting in community, finding a community. That's why so many people love gangs. I understand that. It's dysfunctional and misplaced energy, but you need community. That's the way we're built. That's where the way yeah, most yeah. I created everything is to be community. And if a person is isolated, they're killing themselves. They don't know it. They think they are, they're doing well because they have a material status or something that seems like it's great, but they lose a part of their soul and then it's coming for them at some point. And we've seen it happen over and over with so-called celebrities and so forth and so on. So these idols that we look at, these things that we uh, we uh, want to obtain, in its essence, it looks like that's what you need in order to get out of this struggle, to get out of this pain. Parts of it is true. But if you don't have wisdom, if you don't have the knowledge, if you don't have the historical reference, if you don't have community, if you don't have elders, you're going to constantly find yourself at the bottom. We'll see you next time.